Welcome to The Breakdown with Dr. Earl, a mental health podcast. This is Dr. Earl Turner, a licensed psychologist and psychology professor in Los Angeles. Just a few disclaimers. The Breakdown podcast is not intended to replace working with a licensed mental health professional. The podcast is only intended to provide educational information and discuss psychology as it applies to your daily life. to the breakdown. This is Dr. Earl. Thank you for joining me today for another episode of the breakdown with Dr. Earl. On today's episode, I am discussing friendships and mental health. Are you a toxic friend? We'll get into that, but um, I'm excited to continue the five-part series on reprogram your soul and um, be sure to Follow me on Instagram at Dr. Earl Turner, or you can connect with me on any of your social media apps at Dr. Earl Turner. This episode was brought to you by Turner Psychological and Consulting Services. We offer workshops and trainings for the public and professional audiences on mental health awareness and diversity and inclusion. We also offer consultation for expert witness testimony. For booking, contact info at DrErlingerTurner.com. Um, today, as I mentioned, I want to talk about um, friendships and uh, mental health and, and how friendships can be helpful for our mental health, but also to understand how friendships can also um, potentially have negative impact on our mental health. So let's just dive right on into this conversation. Um, today, I wanted to start off by talking about different types of friendships. Um, The supportive friend, friend who never gives up, the um, friend who uh, likes challenges, um, the humorous friend, the honest friend, and then the optimistic friend. So a lot of different types of friendships that, um, that you can have. And so I'm really curious about, you know, for you, do you feel like you have like six different people that can support you in those different ways? Or do you find that you have, you know, two or three friends or maybe one um, really good friend that is able to uh, provide all of those, um, you know, six characteristics um, that I just mentioned Or um, do you find that you are the friend to your friends that, you know, exhibits those those six characteristics um, that I mentioned? And obviously, I think that if you are the person that, you know, you have all of those six characteristics um, yourself and you sort of help um, maintain those relationships with your own friendship group, that that could be potentially some additional um, stressors for you. And so um, I'm really curious to know, you know, how those friendships show up for you and how, how they can sort of help you in terms of the relationships um, that you have uh, with those friends as well. You know, when we talk about friendships and obviously for me um, as a, you know, psychologists, um, I know that 
friendships and our social support or those social connections can be really helpful for us and they help us in, you know, a lot of different ways. Obviously, like, you know, if you are, if you need to move or relocate, your friends may, may help you, um, you know, with the, with the moving process. Um, but we also know that friends can be helpful for us if we um, have a, a difficult day, if we're dealing with some stuff on the job, um, if we have, you know, relationship issues or, or problems with our marriage, um, our friends can also be helpful for us in those ways um, as well. And so I want to just briefly, you know, talk about when we think about the sort of impacts of social support and friends on our mental health, that there is a lot of research that talks about how and why friendships are important. Um, I looked at some research to prepare um, for this and some of the things that I um, came across in relation to friendships is that research on friendships and social support shows that it is really helpful to um, reduce stress for us. And so thinking about um, people that may experience uh, mental health difficulties such as anxiety or depression, that um, social support and friendships can be really helpful to um, reduce some of those symptoms related to depression or anxiety. There's also some research that talks about how friendships can be helpful for promoting or enhancing our self-esteem. It also helps to um, improve quality of life. And there is research that also shows how friendships can um, help prevent isolation. So I think, you know, for many of us, especially during the pandemic early on, the sort of physical distancing and isolation um, was a huge, um, had a huge impact in terms of individuals' mental health. And so I think that, you know, solidified for a lot of people how important, you know, friendships and, and those relationships in terms of interaction or um, important to us. Thinking about this challenge this week um, in terms of reprogramming your soul, that there are a lot of ways that friendships can be helpful for our soul and help us feel better, um, help us feel full and reconnected, um, you know, to each other and to ourselves. So um, I hope that, you know, this challenge allows people um, sort of some motivation to really think through the types of friendships that they have, how those friendships can be helpful to um, improve sort of their overall mental health um, and functioning. And also thinking about when we think about the connections between like friendship, stress, um, and mental health, that it also has some uh, health benefits. And so some research related to friendships also shows that um, it can be helpful to lower, um, you know, cardio cardiovascular um, risks, such as helping to lower um, blood pressure. And so those are just some other ways to think about how um, friendships may be helpful for us in terms of our overall, our overall well-being. I think another part that I really wanted to touch on is this idea about how friendships differ between males and females or men and women. Um, do, do they 
you know, differ? You know, do you feel like men and women have the same um, quality of friendships in their in their friend groups? Or do you think that um, there are differences in terms of how, you know, a group of men maintain a, a friendship versus how a group of women uh, maintain um, a friendship in terms of, you know, gender identification? I think for me in, in like my own relationships, but also um, connected into connecting it to some of the um, the research that I've read that um, there does tend to be some differences in terms of friendships between um, a group of men and, and, a, and a group of women or a group of males and, and, and females. I think one, I don't know, misconception or myth or thing that comes up often um, is that women tend to have more intimate or, or close-knit friendships compared to men. And so part of that is like, how much do you talk about certain topics or disclose certain information to those friends? Uh, we can talk about like phys- physical um, intimacy in terms of like, do you hug um, your friends? And, and I, I know that as a society that oftentimes, you know, there can be in some communities like socialization around like, you know, men hugging and like, you know, is it like the, the pat on the back, two second hug type of thing? And, um, and, and that there are differences, you know, I think across cultures in terms of like men, you know, whether they kiss each other on the cheek when they greet or not and, and how that may be different in, in other um, cultures or communities. Um, as well. Looking at the research, what the research notes, and feel free to like disagree, but what the research says is that um, women tend to have deeper, um, more supportive, more intimate, and closer um, friendships compared to males, and that males' friendships tend to be less intimate um, as well as less um, supportive than friendships between women. Putting my psychologist hat on, and looking at the, the research and the data, um, the data shows that there's a clear uh, differences difference in terms of, of what those relationships look like um, between men and women. So I thought that that was interesting and, and in some ways like supported the um, experiences that I've sort of thought about in relation to, to some of those um, qualities of differences between friendship. The other thing that I think comes up sometimes in relation to friendships and how friendships may not be good for your mental health is that um, friendships can be toxic. What does that mean? I think we we use toxic a lot um, in terms of relationships for sure. Um, but like, what does that mean in terms of friendship? If your um, friendship is toxic, then obviously that's not going to be helpful for your mental health. Um, it's probably going to make you more stressed, um, more worried about like how those um, interactions may um, happen if your if your friendship is toxic, and you probably will have less enjoyment um, out of those friendships um, if they're toxic um, as well. So I came across this um, this article that um, talked about different types of toxic friendships, and I try to post this uh, for people that may be. Um, interested in in looking at it, but one of the things that they noted in terms of like a relationship that may be toxic is that it physically drains you. So if you you know hang out with that person, if you have a phone call with that person, um, that that relationship um, leaves you feeling heavy and drained 
after you don't feel energized um, in that in that relationship. So I think that, you know, obviously, like that's not helpful for your mental health if you feel like you are drained. If the friend if the friend is abusive, so if they are controlling in some type of way, um, I imagine that, you know, physically, if they are if there's fighting um, in the friendship, that that also will be considered toxic. They noted that if the friend, if they put you down often, so let's say the friend is not, you know, supportive, then that is also a sign um, of a a toxic um, friendship. I think one thing I, I definitely want to close on is is why friendships, um, you know, need to to nurture you and, and the things that you need to do um, to be a good friend. And, and someone posted on my Instagram page, you know, be a friend. Um, you know, to, to keep a friend or something like that. And, and so I definitely, I agree with that. Like it does have to be um, a two way street. And so I just wanted to share a couple of points to think about in terms of um, having successful friendships or maintaining good um, friendships. Obviously, I think trying to have that, that communication and, and, and being in touch with, with each other is important. And so part of the the challenge this week is to reconnect with friends. And so if there are people that you consider to be really good friends that you uh, maybe haven't talked to in a while or haven't communicated, communicated with, you know, make a phone call. Um, technology is really helpful for us um, right now. So I'm um, sending a text and an email, whatever way it is um, best for you to really reconnect um, with that person and stay in touch. Another thing that's really helpful is to be a good listener, I think that, you know, sometimes as friends, we we use that space to we share like what's going on. We, we want to get feedback about things, about relationships. Um, but it's also important to like to be a good listener. So don't um, don't be the person in the friendship that, um, you know, is always um, taking taking um, and not giving. Um, and that's a really um, important aspect of, of friendships. And also, again, why friendships can be important to your mental health is because, you know, each of you can be supportive of each other in a lot of different ways. And the other thing I think is really important that I, I, I read something about as well in regards to friendships and successful friendships is that you show appreciation uh, to your friend. And then the last um, thing that I sort of wanted to uh, mention before I wrapped up today um, in terms of friendships is like, I think as adults, maintaining friendships, uh, friendships can be hard and, and partially because, you know, people get busy, they have jobs, they have families. And so it can be really challenging to to stay in contact or to be able to to visit or, or do things, you know, together. And so I think really think about, you know, how can you plan to maintain that relationship. But that's something that I've talked about with some of my therapy clients before is that, you know, scheduling is really important. So like make a social plan about, you know, when you're going to have um, contact with that person, if you value them and their friendship um, and, and decide like what works for you and that person in terms of the frequency of that contact and the type of contact. So if it's you know, phone calls versus text versus in person, etc. Have those conversations with your friends to make sure that you maintain those relationships. Thanks for joining me for the breakdown, a mental health podcast. And remember, 
you set your mindset. Be well and tune in for the next episode of The Breakdown with Dr. Earl.